You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia DeSouz. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey guys, it's Letitia. I hope everybody is having a really, really good day. I am really having a good day. Um, I was just talking to the producer and he was saying how my energy is so chill. Like he got to check to make sure I don't float up out of here. And I woke up just amazingly happy yesterday. I woke up the same way today. And I'm not the person that thinks that just like every day of your life is just always unicorns and glitter and just happy because like we deal with real life stuff, right? But on those days when that is the case, I also take time to enjoy and to embrace those spaces. So that's the energy that I'm on today. Like everything is good. Um, It doesn't mean that I don't have the same life challenges, like nothing so miraculous happened or changed. But um, what I was also sharing with him is how I do life audits. And so I'm constantly paying attention to my own life, more, more so than I pay attention to anybody else's. And when there is something that I desire in my life, I always look at, okay, where are my decisions not reflective of what it is that I say that I desire? And when I shift and make those decisions, it's almost like a weight has been lifted. And so I've been making some decisions that will have major impacts and just some things in my life. And um, I'm sure that's probably why I feel like I'm about to float. Like I feel like I'm floating. So if you say that you desire something, you know, take some time to say, do these actions, do these relationships, do these tendencies, do these habits support what it is that I say that I desire? And if they don't, then you're you're presented with a challenge to make a decision. And if you don't make a decision in service to or in support of what you desire, then you couldn't possibly be surprised when what you desire does not come into fruition. The shit is just not rocket science, right? And I think sometimes we make things so much more complicated than it has to be. Uh, I was talking to my spiritual mentor, and she was sharing with me how um, somebody had kind of called her like in a in a in a frenzy, like, "Can you can you pray for me? Can you pray for this? Can you pray for that?" And she's kind of digging into what's going on a little bit, and she's like. You just need to make a decision. We we don't even need to involve God in this. God ain't got nothing to do with this. This is just you needing to make a decision and you're making something spiritual that is not spiritual. It's just practical. Just make a decision. Just decide. Just make some decisions. What decisions do you need to make? So anyway, let's see if there's, aside from me floating, what other updates might I have? So I am doing this watermelon detox. I love watermelon, right? Um, so I'm doing this three-day watermelon detox, and I think today is day two. That might also be why I'm floating around here. I feel so clear in the mind, and just I just feel like absolutely amazing. So the watermelon, um, you know, I got it juiced by a raw juice chef. She's the Atlanta detox diva. Um, 
But I ordered it way back in March, right? Because she's booked out to February. So uh, I know it's watermelon. I know there's lime in it. There's green apples, uh, raw aloe vera, and some mint. When I tell y'all, that that juice is just amazing. And there's some other things that go along with it. But yeah, I, I'm just I'm just feeling really, really good. If you want to change anything in your body, you always want to change the water. If you guys don't drink enough water, then, you know, it's it's good to have water-based fruits, you know, watermelon and cucumber and things. So the water content of your body can just be replenished because a lot of us just do so many things. And a lot of us are just dehydrated and we don't really know it. So I'm really excited about that. I'm like, I got a watermelon sitting on my counter. I was like, damn, eating it. I'm about to juice this so that I could extend this whole thing. So there's that. Let me see what else. Um, for about the last month or two, I can't exactly remember. I've been hearing in my spirit, you are a divine gift, right? You are a divine gift. So I was talking to my guy, God, and I was like, so are you telling me that I'm a divine gift or is this a message that's coming through me to people? And then when I thought about it, I was like, does it have to be either or, or can it be both and? Can it be mo- both my message and the message that comes through me to y'all, right? So I got the message for me. So guess what? Now I'm going to give it to y'all. that Because I, I really believe that just like in the day and time that we live in, so many people have no clue who they are and no clue that they really are a divine gift here on purpose, with purpose, to fulfill a purpose. And if you don't know that, if you don't really live with a sense of purpose, with a sense of understanding your divinity, your life will just be one, one, like one fuck up after another and you can't really find your footing and you just never really know like what's happening. You feel like, why is it that I'm here? Have you ever asked yourself like, why am I here? Have you ever said that like there's got to be more, right? That, that might be an indicator that you just really don't understand the divinity that is in you and that you were here for purpose and that perhaps you're looking at yourself through the long, wrong lenses. So. There is definitely a difference in the way that we see ourselves and the way that God sees us. So let me preface the rest of this by telling y'all, religious people, listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not religious at all. I am deeply spiritual, but I am not religious. So um, you, you, you'll hear me cuss and you'll hear me say God in the next sentence. And so if that is troublesome to you, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry, because I don't I don't deal with religion. I don't deal with the traditions of men. I, I'm so far beyond that. So let me let me just make that little disclaimer, right? Y'all might not know this about me, but my mom had me when she was um 16, almost 17. But my mom was my mom was um one of 12 children, but she was really, really smart. I don't know if the rest of her siblings wasn't considered as smart, but when she got pregnant. It was like a huge deal, like not a good thing, right? So my grandmother took my mother, her brother and my grandmother drove her to New York to terminate her pregnancy, right? So I, 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 was, I wasn't supposed to be here if it would have been up to my grandmother. She called herself protecting my mother's future. So they drove to New York. My mom said she was so traumatized, but she, she, didn't, have a, she didn't have a choice. Well, when they got to the doctor... The doctor said, there's nothing we can do because she's too far along, right? So I I had to get here. Let's, let's just look at the divinity in that. 
the protection, the divine protection that I was hidden in my mom's womb in such a way that they couldn't get rid of me even if they tried because I had a purpose to fulfill. I was sent here on an assignment and there was nothing that was going to happen that was going to stop me from getting into the earth, right? And so sometimes we think that we, we're just here by happenstance, by circumstance, but if you understand that you were born when you were born with a unique God imprint on the inside of you to do something incredible in the world, then like a lot of the circumstances around our birth, how we got here, all of the stuff that we've gone through, I'm not diminishing any of that because you know I study childhood trauma deeply, but there's such a greater purpose for us than just the shit that we've just gone through. So now, let me tell you this. People think that whether you believe this or not, I'm telling you what I believe, right? I believe that energy can never be created, nor can energy ever be destroyed. I think that it just always is, right? But I think that when babies are formed, when when they are living, breathing things, whether they have a full body or not, I think that that baby exists. So I'm in my mom's womb and I'm experiencing what? Rejection because I was not wanted, at least not by my grandmother. It, it wasn't a welcome thing for her to be pregnant. Do you not know that a good portion of my life growing up, I always felt unwanted, like I didn't quite fit, like I didn't blend in um, with other people. I would just show up somewhere and people didn't want me or people wanted me to be a way other than I was, right? Now, fast forward to when I was in deeply in church. There was a prophet that visited my church and he he was he was ministering to me and he was just like, he started crying with what God showed him. And he said, I see where you don't like yourself and you don't really celebrate yourself. But he said, but I literally see a picture of Jesus with a birthday cake walking through your house celebrating the day that you were born. Now, why don't you celebrate it? Now, you can believe what you want to believe. I'm just telling you all my real experience. But this was God's reminder to me that you are here on purpose and with purpose. So celebrate the day that you were born, right? And so what I'm telling y'all is that all of my life, in many instances, it felt like I was struggling against just like the spirit of rejection, so much so that I learned to reject myself. I learned to reject the divinity in me because people rejected me, but I have come full circle in that. And God reminded me, like, you are a divine gift. You are here with purpose, on purpose, for purpose. And so I just want to share the same thing with you. So what also happens sometimes is that we are around destroyers and not builders. We are around people who keep telling us who we're not instead of telling us who we are. And, you know, to that I say, find you some new people. I was just talking to the producer about this as well. If the people around you don't remind you of who you are in a good way, don't show you, like, don't speak to your future, don't speak words of life into you, and all you get is death and distraction, move away from it right? You move away from it. You have a purpose to fulfill in the world that is so much greater than anything that you could think of. And, and what I find in so many instances, not everybody, but I find in so many instances that I talk to people and I'm like, how could we be this old and still have such dumb shit on the brain? Like, I, it, it just, it just, I just don't understand it. Sometimes I feel like a sober person in a room full of drunk people. You ever been that person, right? And I, I just be saying to myself, how could 
you like this this just be on your brain at 50 years old because I think that we've lost this sense of sense of identity. We've lost this sense of divinity and we've lost this sense of just who we are maybe because we've never known. You think like people who their lives have just seemed so hard. Like they're always just fighting something, right? Like there's just always this warfare around them. Could it be, could it be that there is a real enemy of your soul who sees your purpose? Do you ever, have you ever heard the saying that a thief doesn't hang around an empty vault? Could it be that you're loaded with such purpose and loaded with such potential that the enemy of your soul will do anything and everything to keep you from realizing it? Because if you really realize who you were, you would stop doing dumb shit and show up for real and change the world in the way that you've been given to change the world, right? So is, is there any is there any surprise, Black people, that our, our children in many instances are aborted at such high rates that Planned Parenthoods were strategically planted in our communities to kill our seed? Is, is there any surprise because of the divine potential that is in us as a people? Like, are we surprised by that? But yet and still, I think we, we live in such a place where we're just like in a spiritual stupor and just stuck in, in a world, in a way that just doesn't really serve us or serve the purpose for which we're put here. I'm wondering, it's not like I'm looking at any of y'all, but does like any of this make sense to you? Why are you the black sheep? You're the black sheep because you needed to be rejected. You needed to be isolated. You needed to not fit in because you were never designed to fit in. But once you get wind of who you really are, you're going to show up so differently because you're not going to do the same shit in the way that it's always been done. You're rebellious because you've been, de you've been designed to defy tradition. You've been designed to do things in a different way. You've been designed to show people that there is a different way that things can be done and, and you've been designed to create, designed to produce, and yet we've settled for something that is so much less than that because we just absolutely don't know. So when I was telling y'all that I was making decisions, I was making decisions like, hold on, this don't fit me. This is too small for me. This is a box of somebody else's making. I don't live in a damn box. I, I'm not just outside the box. The damn box doesn't exist. The box doesn't exist in my mind. But what happens is when you're somebody that people can't label and people can't quite put their finger on you, you become a threat because people naturally resist things and people that they don't understand. So the hell what? Listen, if I've been dealing with rejection and people not understanding me all of my life, I'm 48. Why the hell should I care now? You know why? Because I'm clear on who I am and I'm clear on whose I am and I'm clear that I'm here for a purpose and I'm clear that I have a specific mission with a specific group of people and those people are my people and those people will hear me and I get to do with those people what I am sent here to do. Everybody else matters not. I'm, I'm so serious. Everybody else doesn't matter. I'm not called to everybody. But the people that I am called to, I'm going to reach those people. And those people will hear. Those people will understand. Those people will accept me. Everybody else, guess what? They're, they're just not designed to. And it's really, really, really okay. Let me tell you something else. Your language is important as it relates to you being a divine gift. Some of us, 
We're so stuck in who we were. You've evolved into another version of yourself, but your language has yet to catch up. You're still talking about yourself as who you were and not who you are. Speak in the present tense. Speak in the tense of who you are right now, not who you were 15, 20 years ago, just because people keep reminding you of who you were. If you have people who have not accepted the fact that you've evolved, that you've grown, that you've matured, that you've become somebody different, get them the hell out of your life. You don't need reminders of who you were. And let me tell you something else. This, this, this is... um. This is something that I find to be the case. Sometimes we grow and then we're still around people and they haven't grown. And because we want to hold on to the relationship because of the familiarity, we compromise. And so we're hiding our growth because of the other people or the other per person's lack of growth. Because we say, well, I don't want to seem, I don't want it to, to, to seem like I think that I, listen, but, but you're going to dishonor your own growth trying to, to cater to somebody who hasn't grown. Make it make sense. That's almost like when you graduate high school and you go to college, are you hanging out at the high school all the time? No, your ass is on to the next stage of life doing whatever college kids do, right? And so in many instances, we've evolved to new stages in life, but our languages, our relationships, our tendencies, they still reflect where it is that we were. Is there any reason why we, we feel like, you know, we're pulled in multiple directions because some of that, you got to cut those chains and let some of those things and let some of those people go because they don't reflect your current reality. Sorry, not sorry. Some relationships, some things, some associations, some places, they just are not a part of evolved versions of you. They serve their purpose. They serve their season. When the season is up, we are the last people to get the memo, but the one thing that I love about God is God always holds true to his highest vision for you. Always holds true to his highest vision for you, even when you don't. God will always hold true to his highest vision for you with reminders. God will send people. There's more for you. There's better for you. If you can't hear it in your own spirit, God will always remind you of his purpose for you. God will always ask you questions that he always knows the answer to. In my experience, why are you here? Well, God knows why I'm here, but God wants me to think about it. God wants me to reflect like, why am I here? What am I really doing here? God, I got it written in my journal. God told me, I will not allow you to settle in less. I will not allow you to settle in less. What does that mean? If I choose less, I can probably just about expect that it's going to be divinely disrupted because God is going to hold true to his vision for my life even when I don't. I'm so thankful. So for all y'all people that feel like you're separated from the love of God, that's because people have made you believe that. God knew all of your fuck-ups before he chose you to do whatever it is that he chose you to do. He knew where you was going to mess up, where you was going to slip up, where you was going to slide. He knew all of that. And yet and still, whatever you've been given to do is what it is that you've been given to do because nobody can show up and do it in the way that you can show up and do it, right? It's people that get in our minds that have us twisted and have us thinking that we're not good enough and that we're not worthy. And if you struggle with believing that you're not worthy, I'm going to give you a solution for that. How about just agreeing with God? How about just agreeing with God, whether you believe it or not? If God said that you're worthy, if God said that you can have it, just believe it. I mean, just agree. Just agree. 
Just, you know what? You said it, and so I'm going to agree with it, and I'm going to allow my belief system to catch up with the divinity, with the sovereignty of what God has pronounced over me. Now, if you don't know what God has pronounced over you, that's a whole, that's a whole different, that's a whole different conversation. You're going to have to tap in. You're going to have to go into yourself and into your spirit, the spirit that lives on the inside of every one of us and ask and and, and get that information for yourself, right? Because as long as you're looking to other people for it, people can tell you anything. People can tell you anything and have you so derailed from purpose and you're going in a whole different direction than anything that God has intended. That's why, for the most part, I don't allow a lot of people to speak into my life and to speak into my spirit, right? And and I can immediately sense, just like if you if you put something bad in your body and your body's natural reaction to it, is it gonna de- is gonna try and expel it and detox it because it's like this is something foreign, something wrong. If people are speaking something to me and into my spirit, my spirit is naturally like, uh-uh, uh-uh, this doesn't belong. I, that's wrong. That's that's erroneous. That's error. We ain't going. But I've developed a spiritual strength enough to be able to, to know the difference. Some of us, though, are so damn gullible and so pliable so that anything that somebody says, we're just like tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by every single thing that somebody says to us, and we never have any damn roots, right? You need roots to do this thing. Y'all know I study a lot about a lot. I was I was looking at the bamboo tree, right? Because I was telling one of my clients this. She was saying how she feels like she's been working with me for so long and she's just now seeing the fruit of it. And I said, mm-hmm, I can understand that. I said, because you know why? I said, most mindset work ain't sexy. It ain't a damn thing sexy about constantly unlearning and relearning, constantly seeing where you've been conditioned one way and just remembering the truth of who you are. Nothing is sexy about that. People sell it as something sexy. People is, people sell it as something that you can just zip your way through and it's all BS, right? And so what I told her though, look at the bamboo tree. If you look at the bamboo tree, the bamboo tree, it goes through, some people say like a five-year process, but the bamboo tree is planted and it needs to be tended to every single day, watered, and it's going through that process for five years, right? But then after, I think over a course of 90 days, how many days did it say? Four, maybe four to five months, I can't remember, but that thing can shoot up. And so people see the growth of the bamboo tree like, damn, that bamboo tree, that process has been underway for five years, right? So some of us, we lose sight of what we're here to do because it's taking so long, because it's not happening fast enough. But it's a whole lot of growth happening underneath the soil. But you want to uproot yourself from where you're planted. No, you need roots for this thing. You need roots to show up and serve. You need roots to allow God's work to come through you in a way that is sustainable. If you have no roots, no spiritual grounding in you, it's it's, it's just not going to work. Remember, again, I'm not talking about religion. I don't give a damn what your religious views are, right? Because religion in my mind, is really man-made. And religion caused more problems than, than than spirituality ever has. I'm so, so serious. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with that. But what I'm saying is that if you don't have roots, if you don't have spiritual principles that you live by that govern your everyday life, what like what is your basis? What is your foundation? I just I just feel curious because I see people that they have no damn root. And I'm just like, what are we doing? You are a divine gift. You are an idea in the mind of God before 
you came through your parents. They were your transportation to get here. I was my spiritual mentor. Well, I'm just as real with her as I am with anybody else. I feel like God knows a word before I speak it. God knows all things about me, so I don't need to hide it from humans, right? And so I was telling her, I said, I just said this last night. I said, I'm so thankful to God that my mom gave it up to my dad. I don't know if they was in the backseat of a car. I don't know where the hell they was at 16 or 17, but I'm so thankful that whatever he said to her to get her to, to give it up, she gave it up. Because you know what? That is what produced me. All of the other circumstances around their relationship and it not being together and who my mom couldn't be, who my dad couldn't be, guess what? It is so small in the grand scheme of things because I am a divine gift here to serve here to leave life prints on the world, here to, to impart wisdom, here to help people shift perspective, here to help people heal, here to help people live out potential that they didn't even know that they had, here to hold space for people, create containers for people to heal and to grow and to flourish and to thrive. And I'm clear on that. And so if you don't really get clear on who you are and what you're here to do, your life, you'll just go through life suffering, suffering unnecessarily, unfulfilled, unhappy, right? Just just angry because if you're not in purpose, I just don't know another way. I don't know how you can't be miserable if you're not fulfilling or serving the thing that you were put here to do. How could you not be miserable when you were designed to do X and you're doing Y? How, how could you not be miserable? Maybe that's the key to your misery is figuring out what the hell you were put here for. But instead, we try to fulfill ourselves with like, temporary things, things that won't move the needle. There is no greater sense of fulfillment than waking up every day and you say, I was born for this. I was built for this. Regardless of the difficulties, regardless of the circumstances, I'm born for this and I'm built for this. And I can tell y'all that what I'm doing right now, I was born for this. I was built for this. Everything in my life has led me to this. I was born for this. I was put here for this. And it's, I'm just scratching the surface. But my heart tells me, I know for a fact that I was born for this. And that's all I'm saying is you are such a divine gift. And I just want to see you move in that divinity. Stop second guessing yourself. Stop let, letting people make you think that you're lesser deserving of abundance and prosperity and peace and joy and blessings than you actually are. You don't have to live a life as if you're just like some secondhand citizen who is not deserving of anything because of maybe some things that you've done. None of us is the worst of anything that we, anything that we have done. Let me tell y'all, I have done some shit, okay? Why y'all think I have so much shit in my chakras? I have done some things, but I can tell you right now that my heart has been transformed, right? If you would know my heart, then you would know that my heart is in a good place. I don't have a malicious heart. I don't have a heart that has an intention to hurt people. I have a heart that's designed and that has an intention to help and to uplift and to grow and to serve. It wasn't always this way. But remember when I said God always holds his highest vision of you, for you? God didn't give up on me when other people did. God didn't give up on me when I was ready to give up on myself. He always held the highest vision for me, right? And I eventually, eventually grew and am growing into that. So you being a divine gift, like what, is, what does that look like for you? Like what does that mean for you? I just, I just, let me tell y'all something. The reason I do this podcast, the reason I do every single thing that I do is because just like God holds this high vision for me, 
this, I hold that vision for other people. I hold that vision for the people that are allowed into my life, that are attracted, that are drawn into my life, however they get there. I always hold a vision for people that in many instances they can't see themselves, right? Because that's God's work through me is to help people get to that vision. But I just want you to understand the divine gift that you are. And I want you to come to a place where you're not living your life in any other way. And you're not allowing people to tell you what you can't do, what you can't have, who you can't become because of where you come from, because of all of these other things. Because if God said that it's possible, then it really is possible. You don't even have to believe. You just need to agree, okay? Never let anybody tell you anything differently. You are a divine gift, a divine idea in the mind of God, and you are an idea whose time has come. So how about we just grow into, ask God, what what should I be doing? How should I be showing up? What do I need to do so the fullness of you can begin to come through me in a greater way? And I promise you, God will give you those answers in a way that you can understand. God will give you those answers in a way, whether it comes through a person, whether you happen to be hearing something, you will get the answers. If you ask, you if you seek, you're going to find. If you ask, it's going to be given, right? But I just wanted to share that with y'all because, you know, I came into the realization, God reminded me of that. And I just wanted to um, remind you And as usual, I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing. Remind those people around you, too, that they are a divine gift. Love y'all.